Chapter Twenty Five of In New England Fields and Woods by Howard E. Robinson. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. August Days. With such unmistakable signs made manifest to the eye and ear, the summer signals its fullness and decline. That one awakening now from a sleep that fell upon him months ago might be assured of the season with the first touch of awakening to the first aroused sense comes the long-drawn cry of the locust fading into silence with the dry husky clap of his wings the changed voice of the songbirds no more caroling the jocund tunes of mating and nesting time but plaintive with the sadness of farewell the bobolink has lost with his pied coat the merry lilt that tinkled so continually over the buttercups and daisies of the june meadows rarely the song sparrow utters the trill that cheered us in the doubtful days of early spring the bluebird's abbreviated carol floats down from the sky as sweet as then but mournful as the patter of autumn leaves the gay goldfinch has but three notes left of his june song as he tilts on the latest blossoms and fluffy seeds of the thistles the meadowlark charms us no more with his long-drawn melody but with one sharp insistent note he struts in the meadow stubble or skulks along the tussocks of the pasture and challenges the youthful gunner what an easy shot that even steady flight offers and yet it goes onward with unfaltering rapid wing beats while the gun thunders and the harmless shot flies behind him the flicker cackles now no more as when he was a jubilant newcomer with the newcome spring for his comrade but is silent or only yelps one harsh note as he flashes his golden wings in loping flight from fence stake to ant hill the plover chuckles while he lingers at the bounteous feast of grasshoppers but never pierces the august air with the long wail that proclaimed his springtime arrival after nightfall too is heard his chuckling call fluttering down from the aerial path where he wends his southward way high and distinct above the shrill monotony of crickets and august pipers the listening sportsman may well imagine that the departing bird is laughing at him as much as signalling his course to companion wayfarers the woodland thrushes flutes and bells have ceased to breathe and chime only the wood peewee keeps his pensive song of other days yet best befitting those of declining summer the trees are dark with ripened leafage out of the twilight of the woodside glow the declining discs of wild sunflowers and shine the rising constellations of asters the meadowsides are gay with unshorn fringes of goldenrod and willow herb and there in the corners of the gray fences droop the heavy clusters of elderberries with whose purple juice the flocking robins and the young grouse stealing from the shadowed copses along this belt of shade dye their bills the brook trails its attenuated thread out of the woodland gloom to gild its shallow ripples with sunshine and redden them with the inverted flames of the cardinals that blaze on the sedgy brink here the brown mink prowls with her lithe cubs all unworthy yet of the trapper's skill but tending toward it with growth accelerated by full feasts of pool and pounded minnows here too the raccoon sets the print of his footsteps on the muddy shores as he stays his stomach with frogs and sharpens his appetite with the hot sauce of indian turnip while he awaits the setting of his feast in the cornfields the hounds are more impatient than he for the opening of his midnight revel and tug at their chains and whimper and bay when they hear his querulous call trembling through the twilight 
they are even fooled to melodiously mournful protest when their ears catch the shriller quaver of the screech owl's note the woodcock skulks in the bordering alders and when forced to flight does so with a stronger wing than when a month ago his taking off was first legally authorized another month will make him worthier game and then too the ruffed grouse need not be spared a shot as full-grown and strong opinion he bursts from cover nor need the wood duck now with a vigorous bunch of pin feathers be let go untried or unscathed when from his perch on a slanted log or out of a bower of rushes he breaks into the upper air with startling flutter of wing and startled squeak of alarm summer wanes flowers fade bird songs falter to mournful notes of farewell but while regretfully we mark the decline of these golden days we remember with a thrill of expectation that they slope to the golden days of autumn wherein the farmer garners his latest harvest the sportsman his first worthy harvest and that to him that waits come all things and even though he waits long may come the best end of chapter twenty five